Podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 236, and welcome back to the front porch. Hope you're doing great. Hope you're having a fantastic day, or morning, afternoon, or night, whatever time of day it is. Uh, hope you're doing really, really great. Hope you're recovering from that uh, Thanksgiving uh, meal. T- like most of this time is like you need a detox from all the amount of food that you ate over the last week. You know, like we, I made homemade mac and cheese, which is so good. It's so good. But, it, you know, you make a bunch of it because, you, you know, you don't want to run out. And then you're like, okay, you know, leftovers are a big part of Thanksgiving, which is kind of fun. But, man, we ate off that mac and cheese for like five days. And afterwards, it was like a gut drop. Like, man, a gut bomb. Like, no, we're we're kind of over mac and cheese. And you just want something like, I just think I need a salad. Like, I think I might need a salad. <laughs> let's go get some salad. Yeah, let's get some salad. How about some veggies? Let's go get some veggies. It's just like all that meat and carb heavy food. You're just like, oh, you're tired of it. Like last night, I finished the last slice of pumpkin pie. I finished the last slice of pumpkin pie. So that's kind of the jam around the Goki house. I don't know how it has been at your house, but we're like uh, still eating off of all the leftovers that we had for Thanksgiving, but it's kind of fun. And for us, Patty and I, it's like, okay, you, you're spending a decent amount of money to prepare for Thanksgiving. And uh, now we get to meal prep. Look how that works out. And so, you know, for us, it's like, you know, you don't have to really cook for the next week. You just <laughs> keep making the same thing over and over. But the kids are like, I'm over it, man. Stop. Like, give me a break. Let's go get some, like, let's go get some Chick-fil-A <laughs> or something like that. We're like, no, 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 no. We'll just have ham, smoked ham, smoked ham, mac and cheese, and some pumpkin pie. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you all. I just really appreciate uh, every one of you listening. And then yesterday was, on the calendar giving tuesday um and so i just i just wanted you to know that i really appreciate all of you who continue to give to the podcast listen to the podcast and buy the devotional like it means a lot to me it means a lot to me that there's a bunch of people who are listening that there's a bunch of people who are supporting and and it helps me to keep moving forward and and doing this and so you know, in light of, you know, Giving Tuesday, which is a typically a place where you go, hey, you know, give more. I, I just want to say thanks. I just really appreciate it. want to thank you all so very much. Okay. Proverbs 26, 11. 26, 11. Again, we've been going through Proverbs. Proverbs are helping us kind of sort through the, the little chunks of wisdom, little statements of wisdom that are helping us sort through life. You know, how do we navigate all the crazy, the ups and downs, the left and rights of, of life? And, you know, Solomon's so interesting in that he's the wisest man who's ever lived. And so you can almost like imagine like people sitting down with him all the time and going, hey, could I pick your brain? You know, could I pick your brain on... Um, on what wisdom looks like. Could I pick your brain on what the heart, you know, what happens with the heart? You know, can I pick your brain on money? And it's like he, he, he has like given all this advice out and he's like, you know, I should document this stuff, <laughs> you know? And so Proverbs is kind of, uh, is a book that's just basically giving uh, wisdom statements and helping us to help us kind of grow closer to the Lord and really live the life that God has given to us. You know, this, this, 
it feels like heaven breaking through in many ways because he's going like, there's a different way to think through things. Uh, there's a different way to do things. And so that's why we've been going through Proverbs just one by one, uh, working through things and, and hopefully you're being challenged. Um, but being challenged as a result of applying it to your life as opposed to uh, just listening to it going, wow, that's really good. So I hope you're applying these things to your life. Okay. Proverbs 26, 11 says this, like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool that repeats his folly. Uh, we got this new puppy. I- I've always wanted this breed it's called a wired-haired griffin. They call them griffons, but I refuse to call it a griffon. Uh, so it's a wired-haired griffin. It's an awesome dog. They're hunting dogs, but they're, they're known to be very active. They love to play, incredibly curious. And so, you know, I redid a bit of our backyard. Uh, just, you know, had to put in some stuff, bring in some new dirt, move some dirt. It was a, a huge undertaking. And so this dog loves the backyard. So, you know, you're, you're trying to teach the dog to go to the bathroom room and going outside and inevitably every time that we would leave him outside or let him outside to go to the bathroom we'd see him in some corner chewing on something we'll come out and he's chewing on chunks of dirt like like full things of dirt like he's just chewing on it and we're like what's wrong with you and then we'll catch him like chewing rocks this dog if we're not careful, he'll eat anything. He's like a vacuum cleaner. He's so curious, and he's like, I could eat this. I could eat this. I'm going to lick this. I'm going to smell this. And we're like, what is wrong with you? See what I mean? Like, coming in the house, have to clean out his mouth, send it back out. And what does he do? Goes and does the exact same thing. And it was maddening to us. Man, like, how did, one, where did that instinct come from? It, it can't taste good. You know, why do you keep doing that? It's like this ridiculous cycle that keeps happening with him over and over. Like, how do I train that out of him? Do I just keep yelling, stop, stop, no, dumb. You know, there, but there's something inside of him that keeps going back to that and back to that and back to that. And I love, I love that, that Solomon is trying to help us kind of get an idea of what is going on in people's life like he's people are approaching him i'm imagining all the time and they keep talking about their problems and then he gives them advice and then they go away and then they come back and they ask him for advice again on the same thing he's like dude are you kidding me like i just gave you advice about what to do i gave you wisdom but you keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Like, that's silly. That, that's like crazy. That's like a dog returning to his vomit. He's like, yeah, 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 that's it. I'm going to put that down in the book of Proverbs. Right? Because it gives us such this blatant, you know, blatant, blatant uh, visual of, of what it's like. Of what's going on and how so many of us live our lives you know I, I meet with people all the time and a lot of times I'm trying to give them like a picture or a, you know some type of a story to help them connect the dots to a couple of the things that I'm trying to direct them through you know and so that they can get kind of a picture of it and I'm telling you what Solomon gives us a doozy of a picture here but you can see it though right like you can see it how visual this whole scene is like me with our dog Huxley 
in the backyard, except this one's a lot more violent in nature in some ways because you see this dog going outside and regurgitating something and then just plowing into it and eating it. And you're like, that is this, how gross, how disgusting, how could you do that? It's so repulsive. And then they come in the house, they eat again, they go out and they repeat the same behavior. You're like, oh, what is happening? Right? You can see that being played out over and over and over. But here's what we struggle to do. Personalize it. I'm serious personalize this in your own life you know we read these proverbs and we go wow yeah that's good oh i can see that in my mind's eye but we don't personalize it we don't say because here's the thing we hate admitting that we fail we hate admitting our our vices And so one time, a lot of times what we do, this is like really solid. A lot of people do this. I'm being sarcastic, of course, is we go, oh my gosh, this passage would be so good for so-and-so. No, no, no. This passage is good for you. This passage is good for me. This passage for me is really good. And a part of the reason why it's so good is I use it all the time in my own life because I feel it so deeply. It happens over and over and over. Like... I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a workaholic. Now, I've been working very, very hard over the last three and a half years to kind of work on it. But I, I always had a philosophy, you know, from the time I was young to probably, I mean, probably a few years ago, which was like you're first in the office, last to leave. <clears throat> and I really believe that. Now, for me, it was this idea of going, look, I, I want people to know that I'm working hard. And... I genuinely, I genuinely enjoy working. And working is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But I, I, I will, at what cost? You know what I mean? Like, like not being around for my kids, my wife, like, hey, can't talk during the day because I, I got work going on. Like, I can't be available to serve you or care for you. Like, I can't be there to serve or care for my kids. Like, listen, I got, I got to travel. I got to do my thing. I got to speak or I got to write or I got to study or I have a meeting. or It's always something over and over and over. And I have worked so hard, so hard to try to get that under control. <clears throat> you know, you, this sounds crazy. One of the things I have had to work really, really hard on is trying to leave work early. And for me, leaving work early isn't necessarily like blowing off for the day. You know, I've, I put in my time. But, you know, I'll get in the office at, let's say, 6 in the morning and try to leave at 4. And I can't do it. Like, I, I couldn't do it for the longest time. And my counselor is like, I want you to. He's like confronting me. He's like confronting me, challenging me, like, go do that. And I could not do it. Well, I, what I would do is I would walk up to my car, put my bag in the car like I was going to leave and then be overwhelmed with guilt, go back in and keep working and then come back out 30, 40, an hour later, even though I'd already put in my hours. What is that? That's a deeper thing that's going on. Well, I have worked really, really hard to create boundaries, really hard to start identifying that wound that's in there. And really what it is, I'll just be honest, is I don't want to be known as a lazy person. And I don't want people to perceive me that way. I know I'm not, and I am not a lazy person. But it's the perception. Oh, look at this guy. Must be nice to leave early. Huh. You know, or my staff, the staff that I've worked with. Oh, 
my boss is leaving early, so I guess that means I get to leave early. And and I I wanted to be an example. I wanted to set, you know, but I never considered the cost. Cost to me personally, cost to my family. And it rooted a deep lie in me, which was it was all wrapped up in my identity. So fast forward to September and October. Now, I, I've told you that those were kind of some hard months for me. But a part of it, a part of it was I slipped back into it. Man, like a dog returning to his vomit, I went right back to that and got really, really busy. Hey, and by the way, my job is trying to help pastors and staffs of churches to not burn out, to not overdo it. And so it's like, I'm not even modeling the things that I say. Why? Like a dog returns to his vomit, right? There's a folly. There's a folly in repeating the same thing over and over and over. Why? Why do I keep returning to the things that make me feel so foul or produce foul things? Why do I do it? It's a deeper thing there's something that's controlling on that there's this urge like it's not logical right for a dog to go out and eat its vomit right everything inside of us goes no that does not make sense but there's something inside of a dog that says i'm hungry or some deeper thing that makes it go out and do the same thing for us we have a sin nature that's constantly pushing us and propelling us towards things that are going to make us sick and make other people sick around us. And Solomon's like, this has got to stop. And so what do we do? We repent. You know what repentance means? It's turning away. Like one of the ways it's used is like a military turn, a term. Like they're marching left, right, left, right. And then they stop. And then the guy would yell, repentance, right? The guy in the front, repentance. And they would do an about face and actually go the other way. This is what Solomon's encouraging us to do. Go the other way. Repent. Don't live this kind of life. This kind of life is destroying you. Like I have a, a, a mentor friend in my life who always says this, it's okay to fail, but as long as you fail forward. And failing forward doesn't mean I repeat the same failure. Failing forward means I learn from it. I grow from it. Like, you know, there's this scene with Joseph with his brothers is what Satan intends for evil. God makes good, which means this. He's redeemed it. He's redeeming your sin. He's redeemed it. He's covered it by the blood of Jesus. He's covered it. But when we keep going back and sinning over and over and over, Paul's going like, why do you keep abusing grace? Should we sin more since grace abounds? And he says this, may it never be. May it never be because Jesus came to bring life and life to the full. But when we continue to tether ourselves to earthly things that steal and destroy, like it's just, it's not living in light of the gospel. And this is what Solomon's inviting us into. So bring heaven to earth in your heart and your soul and your life and stop, stop returning to these destructive things that are, that are hurting you and other people because a misdirected life will lead to a sick soul so the question is this what destructive habits do you continue to return to father god we need you help us lead us guide us. spirit please convict us of those things right now as who's ever listening to this 
that you would be convicted by the Spirit of God to those things that you keep returning to, those destructive things. But take a breath, reflect, right? And believe that God of the universe is near to you to know Until next time.